Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to Three Eights in the Star Wars Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan, and I'm here with Alex and Landon. Hello there. That's right. We're back. And guess what? We are so back. Guess what? We're back, and I said hello last. I'll play yeah, I'll get you back. It's been, it's been a long time. What have you? What have you guys? What have you guys been up to? Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> we still talk to each other. It's pretty day. insane. You're not gonna believe this life update, but I've actually I've quit my job and I only do push-ups now. So, <laughs> Landon has actually moved out of his parents' house. Okay, dude. I was never in my parents' house to begin street. with. I was. Uh, <laughs> On the street from his parents. All right, why don't we just dox me too? How about that? He sleeps. He sleeps in the park. Yeah. Goes home every time. But hey, at least my bed is. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Oh god. Uh... (laughs) But yeah, that's that's Landon's life update. All the listeners will be like, wait. He lives in a camp? Yeah, he does. <laughs> so Alex and Smugs now live together. Uh, yes. Correct. Correct! Yes. Uh, we also live with our other friend who has made podcast appearances before. Yep. Snides, CJ. AJ, oh, shoot. Other Nathan. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we're living as a thruple right now. It's kind True. Of- it's very hot. And then Landon comes over every now and then and makes it a quadruple or whatever the term is. Indeed. But yeah, that's that's about what we've been up to this summer. I mean, summer's been busy. We haven't really been able to... Well, I shouldn't say we haven't been able to. We've been very, very lazy with the podcast and we've just been doing other things this summer. So, But now that the Ahsoka show has come out, the first two episodes dropped last week. Uh, we finally are going to hop back on and um, I mean, now that Alex and I live together, we watch the show together. So we're basically two thirds of the way doing the podcast during the the show. So we just hop on and talk Man, to might as well just cut the middleman out, huh? Agreed. Oh yeah, we'll just talk about it and then not record ourselves. That's a great idea. You know, like normal people. Mm. I mean, that is what most. People do that. Yeah. Some people watch it and then don't talk about it. We're all narcissists and we have to have ourselves heard by a greater audience because we're just. This is correct. I can't live without my opinion being known. It has to be. I mean, I can't die being unknown by the internet, you know? Yeah, me too. That's how it works. That's how it works. All right. But besides that idiocracy, we wanted to talk about the first two episodes of Ahsoka and how atrociously good it is. I've been enjoying it so far. I am also enjoying it. Those first two episodes were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Eh. What about you, Landon? I don't eh? know. If I'm going to be honest right now, I went in with such low expectations. And, like, it's fine. <laughs> and it's just if, if you went in with low expectations, I feel like yeah. it's good enough where they should have been met this whole time I've been watching this, I've been like, I Even don't. This whole time, we've only seen the first two episodes. Well, like the whole time I'm watching it, like the the two episodes, I just like 
I try to put my mind in the shoes of a casual Star Wars fan that literally does not know anything about, you know, Rebels and just watches the movies and the live-action TV shows. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know how you understand this show. Because this show is not Ahsoka. This show is Rebels Season 5. Yeah, it's definitely... I don't disagree with that part. But... I don't think every show needs to be easily accessible to people that just want to watch Star I mean, Wars. Like, I don't either. I think it's okay that they're making a more like I, I guess show geared towards the fan base that has been but here for. They're not for. they're not advertising it as a show about or for a certain fan group. They're advertising it as this is the must-see live-action Star Wars show that you know that you've been waiting for. So it's Honestly, just like I want it to reach as many people as possible. I just like I'm trying to put my I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of like my dad who watches this, and like I feel like I have to go into a full like 100 level college class to try and explain the lore based on the last season of Rebels in, in what pertains to everything here. I agree. I mean, I had to explain a couple, not explain, but let's just point out a couple of things to you, Alex, when we were watching it. Yeah, because I haven't seen the last whatever season of Rebels. Yeah, exactly. Typical so Alex, Alex like, but... You would think, I mean, if you, if you never saw this before, I mean, you could understand, like, oh, okay, there's this guy named Ezra and this guy named Thrawn that... I mean, going into it, you can you can basically assume almost right away that if you haven't seen any of Rebels, you're missing something here. Yes. Where it's not like they're just throwing these characters out here for the first time and like you're not expected to know who they are. Like For the most part, you should be able to pick up that, okay, I haven't seen Rebels. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think in that, that case, if you want to continue with the show, like you have to just research that at that point. Yeah, but you shouldn't have to do that. That's what I'm saying. Like it, maybe maybe if you're going into Clone Wars season 7, right? Maybe someone who's never seen the Clone Wars they would assume, okay, I should probably watch all of Clone Wars before I get to this. But like yes. this is the first season of a show, you know, that is a live action show which is going to draw more people than an animated show you know yeah well if they yeah i mean i they can't do it because of the different differing art styles and by art styles i mean one's in live action one's in little just drawing but i like drawings are definitely difficult don't get me wrong i'm not trying to downplay that but if they named it if they named this show instead of Ahsoka, they named it Rebels Season Five. I think that would that would help with that what you're talking about, Landon, because you know that would make people, or at least some people, who would be like, "Oh, I want to understand this. I should go watch Rebels," or at least you know find a list online that says, "Oh, these are the essential episodes to watch." Because after you watch the first couple of episodes, it's a show. There's a lot of filler. So just watch like the essential episodes, the story-driven ones, to understand what's going on. See, uh-huh. here's here's another funny thing I found. So Disney Plus, right? The streaming services that this hosts, Ahsoka, it 
has a a collection, right? It's the Ahsoka collection, and it's like the must see stuff for Ahsoka, you know, to understand the story, right? Well, my boss, who has not seen any of the animated stuff, he sat down and watched all that. And I thought that was really interesting, right? Because he's like, well, maybe I should do some homework on it as an average Star Wars fan. You know, there's only, I don't know, uh, uh, 20 episodes that were on that of Mandalorian, Rebels, and Clone Wars. Maybe even less than that. She's like, all right, I can watch all this stuff in preparation. Well, he gets into the Ahsoka show and he realizes that, you know, the last two episodes, one of the the two of the most important episodes of rebels in terms of the story of this show aren't even on that collection. So he has no idea what's going on. So he has to go back and watch the last two episodes of season four of, of, um, of rebels so that he can catch up. And, like, I thought it was funny that this Ahsoka collection on Disney Plus doesn't even have, like, two of the most important episodes, you know? I would like to interject something here. So, because I totally agree that's that's shitty on Disney's part. That's just a shitty job if they don't include stuff from Rebels. However, I, I don't get the aspect of complaining about how you can't sit down as a casual fan because how is this any different than, like, Andor? Like, we have backstory on Andor, but again, if you didn't watch that, you don't know who he is when you sit down. Well, I guess it's forced. Like, yeah, I, that is the first time you see Andor. I would, I would push back on that because you can watch Andor without never seeing Rogue One and understand. If you don't, if you're not a Star I, Wars fan, I would. There's people at work that watched it and they didn't, they're not Star Wars fans. They thought it was a shitty show. That's all there is to it. So, yeah. But, and it doesn't I, make, and if you're not a Star Wars fan, it doesn't make sense as a show, and it seems boring. That's all there is to it. I think Where, that's like, the problem. I to complain about that Star about Wars. a then, but be consistent and complain about Andor then too. Uh, but I, I still don't think because like, I, I, I think that's that's a bad example because like that's that's saying like I don't know, Andor right is. Like I said, you don't have to you don't have to know any of these characters. There's one character from that show, maybe two, in Mon Mothma that Zen are, shows up. Ze, what? You mean Mando season three? Oh, that's in Mando. Well, either way, you wouldn't know who he is in Mando either. Then. Well, like well, yeah, I, that's a cameo. He doesn't have any. There's a Lasat. Yeah, he doesn't have any lines. He doesn't have. That's fan service. And like I come, I commonly complain about fan service, but it's like. That's just a cameo. It doesn't provide anything for the story. That's for fans like us to be like, oh, that's a guy I know. You don't need to know. And like, because Andor's a different character than he is in the show versus when he's in Rogue One. Like, you, you don't have to watch Rogue One. And frankly, you don't really have to know much about Star Wars other than the fact that the Empire is evil and really oppressive. That's really all you need to know for Andor. In Ahsoka, but, but, it's like yeah, they're but showing. It's different here because you're not getting what I'm saying. Is that what I'm saying is that uh, you were saying that Ahsoka will not make sense. Like fans aren't going to like it if you're casual because it won't make sense. But I'm telling yeah. you, I literally know people that sat down and watched Andor that are not Star Wars fans because they heard it was good and they thought it was boring because they don't know anything about Star Wars. 
And you're not going to appreciate appreciate that show at all if you don't like Star Wars. Therefore, it's basically no different in terms of like I guess different reasons for it, but it's more I so. I guess I can understand them not liking Andor because it was. I do agree it was a, it was kind of a slower show, but themes throughout that show are stuff you see in other media too. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's like it's it's something that you can like you can start that just naked. I mean, I get it has a Star Wars label on it. But you could start that show naked and you can say, oh, there's this oppressive empire that keeps throwing around people, making them do whatever they want. And this guy just wants to keep running like, away. Yeah. P- people people cannot like he turns to realize that he can't he can't run away from this and he needs to fight. And then that leads up to his character in Rogue One. So it's like it's kind of like a hero's journey almost. Just you see it through Andor. And the thing with Ahsoka is that there's just so much backstory that like, like Andor is a starting point. And that's like, that's fine. If you don't understand Star Wars, it doesn't matter. You can, you can pick up the characters. You can understand the show through that. And yeah, it's just, it's like a, a darker themed show with the Star Wars label, but it's characters are relatable. The story is understandable and it just has that Star Wars theme throughout it. It's kind of like Mando season one. It was like, it's a Western, but it has the Star Wars theme. And I mean, there's probably people that didn't understand Mando. I mean, people didn't know what a Mandalorian was if you're just a casual Star Wars fan, just like you wouldn't know who Andor or Andor is. So it's like, it's the same, it's the same thing. The thing is starting point, whereas Ahsoka is a carrying point. And it's like, it's- But that's fine. There's no issue with that. Not every show needs to be- I'm like able to be watched as a standalone. Yeah, I, things can be carried on. Well, that's, but that's what Landon's saying is that this show is called Ahsoka, and it's basically Rebels season five, and also a lot of the stuff that Ahsoka's doing is stuff that's already talked about, like her talking about talking to Sabine about their past and stuff like that. Like, if you're just a casual fan, like you would know what that is if you watched like rebels and you saw like how ahsoka and sabine interacted in that show for the most part and you realize that oh this is where this is picking up then whereas andor you know you, it's it's his starting point so like there's nothing that you would really need to know about that character uh, i think we're, we're starting to argue in circles here i think we should move on to actually discussing the show yeah you know, i don't I, think it really matters because i think we'll, we'll just agree to disagree <laughs> Yeah, no, I, you know I, what? Let's agree that casual Star Wars fans are just dumb. Because let, let's agreed. be honest, we are you know, arguing. If they already don't understand Star Wars, then stay away from our show. We're, we're, yeah, yeah, look, we're, Star we're Wars arguing. is big enough where it's for the fans, and if 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 Disney makes stuff to appeal and try and bring more people in, screw those new people. Just make it for us. Thank you very much. Uh, we're we're arguing for uh, a minority of people that would not be listening to this show anyway. So like. It doesn't yeah, really, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Not like anybody really does. It's just us talking to the ether, but it's fine. Uh, but anyways, uh, the two episodes. Let's do. We want to do a quick summary on them. Nope. So, I mean, maybe just in terms of like points that we thought were good or interesting. I, I like, imagine it's still pretty fresh in everyone's mind since the yeah last two episodes just came out like a week ago. Yeah, I liked the beginning of the show. I mean, it gave me huge Jedi Survivor, like, what is, I'm just going to use an English word, 
motifs, I guess. I don't know. It just it felt like Jedi Survivor. works. <laughs> yeah, it felt like Jedi Survivor, where you know, as, as Cal in that game, you go through like different Jedi temples and try and figure out the riddles and solve puzzles. And yeah, there was some puzzle stuff for sure. The scene was a bit too drawn out with her rotating all the stuff. Like, I get it. Yeah, oh, yeah I didn't need to see her. Like, this isn't Tomb Raider Indiana Jones. Yeah. I don't need to see her. It'd be more fun to do in a like, video. You can actually do all that shit and see how the light up and whatever. But, you know, I mean, seeing Ahsoka waste like five, ten minutes just doing that. And then, you know, she gets the, the map that I'll. I'll talk about how I don't understand the map but later but uh, then those those droids come to assassinate her or whatever but they don't really do any sneak attacks they just stand there like they're gonna beat a Jedi and I'm like okay. yeah <laughs> it's like you do realize this is Ahsoka Tano right like she's probably number one on the Empire's exterminate list or I guess gotta be up there anyways but yeah she would she would definitely be on the highest list especially after Vader knows that she's alive I'm and I'm I know this takes place during the new process of the Empire's No More, but, you know, I think they would take more care in a night. And then, um, yeah, they, the droids blow up and set off basically a nuke, which I was uh, very surprised by. I don't know why they oh, don't yeah, yeah, their self-destructs were quite large. I don't know why they don't use those. Like, the Empire doesn't just use that on the New Republic to commit terrorist attacks on Coruscant. That would be pretty effective. That would probably wipe out a huge swath of people, Correct. take up infrastructure. But that's a new can of worms that was open with those droids. I mean, sure, it was cool, but you got something that I don't know. I don't know if they think far enough ahead where like these HK droids with the bombs in their chest, like that's going to be a that's a can of worms that they shouldn't have opened because now they're a real nice way of committing terrorist attacks. So if they never Again, I'll be like, ah, ah, wonderful. We'll just chalk it up to a holdo maneuver and be like, nah, that's one in a million. <clears throat> um, yeah, then what, she takes the mat to Lothal, which is kind of neat to see again. Uh, and she's also, she's traveling around with the droid from the Clone Wars. The the one with the droid. The that lightsaber had, droid. Yeah, the lightsaber one that, you know, in that Padawan in the Clone Wars where he was helping them build their lightsabers and such. That was that was a fun little fan service. Moment. I know I nerded out pretty hard. I was like, "Wait a minute, is that the droid from the Clone Wars?" And sure enough, it was. So I felt very proud of my nerdology. Um, but yeah, they go to Lothal, find Sabine. Sabine's being an angsty teen. Kind of, yeah. Kind of annoying. Um, but yeah, she's just she's just being a bitch for the most part. But that's what when you're an angsty teen. Uh, Ahsoka tells her not to steal the map. She steals the map, takes it back to her place, figures it out because she's a smarty party, and then she gets stabbed and it gets stolen in a Phantom a Phantom Menace-esque way by the little Padawan. Or the, yeah, we don't know too much about the rogue Jedi. They're obviously not Siths. I guess they're mercenaries. I think they're they dark, dark Jedi. Forces. Yeah, they are dark force users at the very least. So, well, yeah, they're they're past Jedi that use the dark side of the force. For yeah, monetary advantage. So, I think the yeah, not necessarily evil, but we don't Jedi. really know enough about them yet to know what their ambitions are or anything other than money, well, which seems to be like that's all it is. But we don't really know yet. Well, at the end of the second episode, 
Balon, Balon, is that his name or Baylor, something like that? He uh, he mentioned once Morgan Wallen or the Night Sister Lady. She said that she wants to eliminate Ahsoka Tano. He was like that dude, Jedi in like a somber tone. And she's like, "Is that a bad thing?" And he's like, "Well, I mean, kind of." So like, yeah, I, like he definitely doesn't want to do that. He probably yeah. would, but he definitely seemed hesitant and like that's not something he would care to do if it yeah, can be he's not it. he's not your classical sith lord where well that i would say definitely not a sith at all like well, yeah I they're think, not a sith they're not yeah your, i think I mean, to dark jedi or dark fans. force users or whatever can do what they want to do without wanting to hurt like other jedi or maybe even people in general for the most part they're basically pirates with lightsabers in the force correct yeah bounty hunter slash mercenaries so but yeah definitely to the the normie viewers they're not what you would call traditional Sith Lord because they don't want to just eradicate the Jedi and control the galaxy. They're just, you know, they're simple men and women trying to make their way through the universe. Yeah, I'm curious exactly. to see what the backstory on all of that's going to be. I hope we get some. I feel like sometimes they skim a little bit on that where we'll get some flashbacks, but not maybe enough <laughs> where it leaves stuff unanswered. Yeah, speaking yeah. of flashbacks... I saw an article while I was scrolling through Google. Now, I don't think this is real, but it said there was a rumor that they're going to do an alternate version of the Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith fight. And I said, I'm not even going to click, I'm not even going to read that article because it sounds too clickbait. An alternate version of the Revenge I don't, of the Sith Well, fight. that's all I know. I knew the, re I saw the headline and I'm like, that seems too clickbaity. I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of clicking it. I don't get it. What that even means. I don't know what it Yoda. means. They're not going to have Owen McGregor. So they I mean, tactically it. they could. Because, I mean, they could have had him film while he was in... While he's doing Obi-Wan. Isn't I, Hayden Christensen in the show? In flashbacks? He'll probably be in the show. I, I'm pretty sure he's I saw some thoughts of it. Yeah, or yeah, he's, in, in yeah he's definitely in the show. Might be in the trailer even. Finally, for the love of God, Anakin's going to appear as a Force ghost for the first time and talk to people. He should have talked to Luke in between episodes six and seven. He have talked to Ahsoka at this point. Uh, he show he literally showed up. That's one thing I will never forgive the sequel trilogy is having Anakin not show up, talk to Luke. I mean, it would have been way more. Don't get me wrong; it's always cool to see Yoda. It would have been way more meaningful if on that island when Luke is just like. You know, throwing a tantrum, being pussy boy Luke. If Anakin showed up, yeah. Why did Yoda show up? That's, I mean, I guess that's so an argument. Yeah. That's an argument for another day. But I disagree. No, you don't. How I do. I think Yoda was fine. Yoda does make sense, but it would have been Yoda cool. was his master. Yoda trained him. We know you hate fan service, so you would have been upset to see him. Look, I get it, but it's his, it's his dad, and who better to bring him back to the using the Force and being like, look. You help redeem me. You you are a Skywalker. You, I, you live up to. I think, and then he could might, subvert his own stupid subversion, and then Luke Skywalker would be like a cool guy again. You but might nah, just be like looking Last at Jedi's it through. Bad. I'm okay, still yeah, coping yeah. about it, and Landon will still forever hold the high ground because people online agree with him. He thinks it's a conclusion. It sounds <laughs> like you're a little upset right now. Yes, I am because I just came up with a better thing that I didn't even think about. 
Well, you know what they say. The fans are always able to come up with better stories than everyone else. So, I mean, that is true. That's why Head I Head Cannon does. is better than anything Disney can come Yeah, true. I mean, that is why Head Cannon does exist. You could just completely forget about whatever normal can is and come up with your own. But, yeah. That's what we'll, we'll talk about. Something about that um, show. Cannon's better than what happened in that show, but that's for next week. So. Oh, well, yeah, we'll be talking about the Kenobi show next week, right? Yeah, we got to talk about Kenobi next week, um, where we talk about a lot of nostalgia. So, yeah, we'll love to talk about that. Yeah, Landon hates fan service, but loves Andor. So, I'm so mad. There's I'm like not no going to lie. I'm, I that, that literally did not, like... <laughs> I could not Landon's comprehend favorite, what you just said because it was so, Landon's favorite, so stupid. Favorite fan servicey moment from Andor was when they put Snoke in uh, one of the, the prison arc. Landon hated that arc. He was like, "Bro, why'd they put Snoke in here?" I think yeah, every time you speak, I lose brain cells. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> He was that mad. He didn't even know how to speak for a couple seconds. That's crazy. Uh, anyways, Hera is a mom. Uh, yeah, that hasn't been brought up yet. Yeah, Hera's a mom. Chopper's still badass. He wants to blow things up. Uh, Sabine and Ahsoka are giving off major lesbian vibes. Huge W. Excuse me. Yeah. Hold on. Time on what? <laughs> How did you not get that feeling? They're master and apprentice. What do you mean? Yeah, but the way they always stare at each other, and also Sabine's got that short color. Oh, can I can I rant about That's something for a second? Can I can I rant about something for a second? Ahsoka does like in the Clone Wars. She does the cross arm thing. No, she does the she does the cross arm thing. Right? She stands there and looking at people like cross arm. Rosario Dawson is doing that all the time. Whenever she's idle, whenever she's just standing, she has to go cross arm. Like, what are you doing? It just looks goofy. She's, she's overusing it. I, it is just looks. It looks goofy in live action, dude. Like, what? Is that why people are mad about that? Oh no, I don't know why people are mad about that. There's a thing on Twitter for a while. X.com. Where uh, they had some people about like why are crossing your arms all the time and then like some fans of star wars like started tweeting out like what's wrong with these casual fans she literally does that throughout the whole clone wars so i, I don't know why that's like a controversial point for her to no it on. just it just looks goofy i don't know like i know well, she does it i know that's like her character thing but like the amount of times i just see her walk into a room and go cross arm just it seems kind of silly i don't know yeah she kind of uses it a little too much so I feel like I never noticed it. Never yeah, exactly. Like, I shouldn't notice it, but, Shut like, up. she does it enough where I just notice everything. I don't know. No, I, I, I agree. It is kind of annoying. But, I mean, whatever. If that's what she knows about the character, then she can play it. No. Yeah, my feelings are hurt. Probably it. a fake Star Wars fan, honestly. <laughs> Probably. She's just in it for the money. Oh, what else? Oh, the little um, to Balon. Balon, that was pretty. She's she's an interesting character. I'm looking forward to seeing where she goes, um, or her character arc. She's like 
I don't think she trusts Morgan Wallen by any means. So I don't think I can do. I mean, she's a night sister, which is also interesting because I thought the only I thought for the longest time the only night sister to ever survive the purge on Dathomir was Marin from Jedi Fallen Order and Survivor. Um, but well, that's the she, nice thing about you know giant genocides is you can make anyone survive if you want. True, it is true because yeah, they go into hiding. So then anyone can just pop up, potentially. Yep. Just like they're doing with the Jedi Order. I know Landon hates it when I bring that up. Who cares? <clears throat> so now the Night Sisters will be the next clan of all of a sudden there'll be like 500 of them that lived through that General Grievous Purge. We love that. Landon is seething with rage. I feel it through the mic. <laughs> He's like, there are not even that many Jedi survived. Oh, poor Landon. Boy, you understood. <clears throat> what else happened? There's that. There's an Inquisitor that comes in when they go to the. the oh, the, I remember now. Um, I remember yeah, what I originally wanted to rant about. Oh my god! Oh I may I it's may Ezra I in the Inquisitor suit. May may I take a moment to just have the floor, please. Why please, please, is really. it that we have seen, what, five Inquisitors in live action now, and none of them have used the helicopter? Dude! <laughs> no I just want to see him that. fly, man! I want to go into, I want to see him go into attack, attack helicopter mode. Like, you had such a perfect time to do it, right? Right? He's, he's like throwing his lightsaber and it flies away, right? And then it comes back to him in the ship. What if the ship was just a little high up? So he had to take it and fly like a helicopter. That would have been so fun. Bro, I've never wanted fan service more than right now, dude. Landon's a hypocrite. We, we all knew it. Yeah, I don't want any fan service. fan service. I want some fan service he likes. That's hypocrisy. I just want to see it fly like a helicopter, dude. I've seen that enough in Rebels, and it looked goofy eyes. Yeah, man. it I looks just, unbelievably goofy. I want That's to see. I want to see it there too. I don't want to see that. I'm with Landon on this one. See, it's more of Chopper. Because Chopper's the bomb. Now, nah, no, I'm down to see more yeah, Chopper. Well, see Chopper show? rack up at least a thousand kills this true, year. True, true. <laughs> if it's truly season five of Rebels, he's going to, he's guaranteed at least 2k kills. I, mean, I did. On. I thought he was quite funny when she was like, "Did you check under the battery or whatever?" He's like, wah, wah, "Oh, <laughs> that was funny." <laughs> Dude, chop, the way chopper. Droids. The way they they give like give emotion to droids, like like R two, like BD one, like chopper, like things that only make like beeps and whistles. They do such a good job. Like, oh god, I love that stuff. Oh, also speaking of set pieces, well, how about that loath cat? Oh, honestly, so cute. I want one. The puppet loath cat? The puppet yeah, it was, it was Same thing cute. they did with Grogu. I was Bear very excited to see it. I was like, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was a very fun thing for the loath cat to do. I knew they couldn't, they couldn't hold back on doing the loath cat. They're like, we need it in live action. Landon it's is a big cat lover, off. so I know Landon appreciated from. it. Bro, I'm down with it. They're from loath how are you not going to have a loath cat? I know. That's what I'm saying. That's like they have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and they did a good job with the puppet thing. It looks adorable. 
Indubitably. Also, I like the little Imperial cell that is just sitting in Corellia, just shipping off parts to make the Eye of Sauron or whatever it's called. Oh, like, uh, yeah. The, yeah. The big, uh, like, hyperspace ring that has. Like, yeah. How about that? How about that for fan service, dude? They just made, like, what is with Di- <laughs> let me let what is with Disney Star Wars with just like let's take a thing that's kind of cool and make it bigger? <laughs> you got what Death if, Star yeah, what if we make a Death, Death Star, Star make it Death bigger? <laughs> what if make we make a Star planet. Destroyer but bigger? What if we make <laughs> what if we make a freaking Jedi hyperspace ring but bigger? Like what? What the goofy? Yeah, and the funniest thing about the the circle design is just utterly stupid because it's like it doesn't even house like a ship in the center <laughs> transported. It's just gonna be like a circle shooting through the universe. Like how Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure they have like, how like, easy would that at be the end of that break? episode, weren't they standing in like a little base that's just in the middle of that yes. circle? It's like well, a it's like a halo ring. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That that I mean, just think about how it. would they not just get annihilated, like going that fast through like space and time to get through to a different galaxy? Yeah. Also, what? that's another, two things that pissed me off. We already have a galaxy far, far away. Now we're going to a galaxy farther, farther away. Oh, you took my joke. I don't a really long, care about a longer galaxy. time ago in a galaxy farther, farther away. <laughs> yeah. So if they don't open, like, if they better have the end of this next episode them taking off into hyperspace and getting to the new galaxy, right? And then they should like start episode four with that joke, Landon. I think that'd be perfect. That would be funny. I'd like that. Some people would be like, "This is stupid," but the fan or just people like us with a dumb sense of humor would be like, "That is utterly hilarious." I wouldn't think it was funny. I know you wouldn't, but you're not a fan with utterly stupid humor so you wouldn't get it i think that's a compliment but i'm not sure mm, i don't know it depends hit or miss i guess, I guess they, they never miss, miss huh? huh yeah i'm going to kill both of you <laughs> you got a brother husband i bet he doesn't miss you oh god <laughs> oh, uh one other thing that pisses me off the map to throw how the hell does a sphere tell you where a galaxy is that he's in how do you? How does that? How does it even work? Also, why is Sabine literally the only person in the galaxy that knows how to unlock this? Like, no one else knows how to read a map. Like, what? Also, Ahsoka, she literally to to get the orb, rotated three things, and then it opened the pedestal in the middle with the weird sand stuff. And then, you know, she didn't think to rotate it three times on the wall to open it. No, I mean Ahsoka's she's intuitive. She's smart. She could have figured it out, but now they had to put Sabine in there, which, I mean, granted, I'm, I'm glad she's back, but, you know, her being an angsty teen is kind of annoying. But whatever. Also, is she Force-sensitive? Like, slightly? I don't, I don't know. Is that what they're going Why would Ahsoka bother training her, then? Like, she must somewhat be. Like, she must have reason to believe she is. I mean, I would, I'd like, I, I don't want Sabine to be force sensitive. Yeah, no, I, I think that's stupid. Because, like, what are I the would, odds of, of that, like, small rebel group well, that three of them end up being just? The, the robot, yeah. the robot guy that's, um, uh, that's in the Clone Wars that shows up in the show, he, he said you were one, of, you would be 
the least force sensitive Padawan I've ever seen in my entire yes. life. Yes. Kind of offensive. But I, what I would like her to see would be Ahsoka continuing what Ezra did in Rebels and teaching her how to use a lightsaber because they taught her how to use a lightsaber so she could wield the darksaber. And now she has Ezra's old lightsaber. So she should, and she's a Mandalorian. Weapons, I mean, as they say in Mandalorian, weapons are a part of their religion. So she should, as the weapons expert of the group, which she has proven through all the seasons of Rebels, she should know how to use a lightsaber. So maybe that's what their master and apprentice thing is, is that she's just teaching her how to use a lightsaber and correctly, like, kind of, like as we saw in Mando, apparently you need to have, like, feng shui with the lightsaber to actually wield it. Otherwise, you just look like a moron, like Mando does with the darksaber. Um, so maybe that's what's going on. But, yeah, if they, if they just, like, force her to be a force-sensitive person, I'm going to be like, bro, why? Like, what's the point? That's just stupid. Like, I get everyone can wield the force nowadays, but it's not something you pick up. It's something you're born with. That's something that, unfortunately, we know with metachlorians. So, I mean, That's true. Uh, I don't think Sabine should be a Jedi. I think she should wield a lightsaber with her jetpack. Her going up That would still be cool. And, like, if she could just become, like, a good swordsman with it. Yes, exactly. That's what I want to see. Maybe not, like, be able to go up against force sensitive people but be able to go up against anyone else with it like i'd be cool well she that. could if she had her freaking jetpack like i mean how many i get she needed to chase her down the haired lady the apprentice dark jedi chick she had to chase her down and everything but just just throw your jetpack on and you at least have an advantage when you get force pulled or something you can like push away and fly and shit like that and I mean, it gives you so much more mobility when you're fighting a Force user. It's almost necessary. And then she just doesn't put it on. I'm like, yeah, hand to hand, you're getting just shivved. And sure enough, you get stabbed. So, Did you guys but, talk? I, I walked away. I was on the phone. Did you guys talk about her getting stabbed and then being okay? No, we just got to it, basically. But yeah, also lightsabers are fucking weak. Yeah, apparently. Sabine gets stabbed. Reva gets stabbed. Grand Inquisitor gets stabbed. Okay, but that was a fake out. That wasn't real. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was planned. They planned to kill him off, or pretend to kill him off. I don't think... Because the the Grand Inquisitor... When did they ever explain that? They didn't, but it's my hand cannon, so... I was about to say, it literally comes up to Reva after she gets stabbed by Vader and says, uh, revenge. And it's like, that's not a plan <laughs> yeah but the difference is right like, oh, the no, difference is she flew to wherever they were to freaking tatooine and ran in the middle of the desert for how, however long to meet obi-wan just ran like what bro you got stabbed you you dead huh she should have died there she if she did die there, though, I would have even more complaints because then I would think that she's just like a failed version of the second sister from Fallen Order because she also dies to Vader. It's like, that's cool. But also, I don't really see them continuing Reva's story, so having her survive and be redeemed is kind of... Stupid. Yeah, and that's something we'll talk about next week when we go into Obi-Wan. But. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The hate that Reva's IRL actor got was utterly the dumbest stuff I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Again, another thing we'll talk about next week when we go into Obi-Wan. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course.
Yeah, stop me from ranting. That's fair. Um, any predictions for the next episode? I have no idea suck. where this show is going to go. I'm not going to lie. I have no predictions. Well, Ahsoka and start training now because we end the show we ended the second episode i actually i actually like the ending of the second episode you got sabine re-gathering her short hair from rebels and you've got her putting her helmet on all of her mantle armor and she's like i'm ready and then you know she's staring look at the portrait of like the boys you know like the group and then Ahsoka comes in. I like that touch of that scene because that is literally, I believe, the last scene that we see in Rebel Season 4. So now, like, that's a good point for them to be like, hey, this is where we are. You guys remember seeing this in animation at the end of Rebel Season 4. And now we're jumping on to Season 5. So I think these next few episodes are going to jump into that. So as long as Chopper's in it more, I'm happy. W. All right, well, we'll be back uh, next week. Um, we'll be talking about the next episode. We won't go as long next week because there won't be two episodes and we haven't missed, you know, three months straight or whatever. Yeah, yeah, since there will be a week gap uh, if, instead of... We won't be lazy. If you guys want to follow us on X.com, you can find us at uh, 3 Idiots oh, oh, Star right. Wars. Uh, again... Three Idiots Star Wars uh, on X.com. I'll put that in the description. Uh, if you want to email us. No one calls it that. Well, that's what the site's called. It's yeah, and if Twitter. Nathan posts any videos on X.com, be sure to watch our X videos. Yeah, make sure to check our X videos on <laughs> X.com. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I should. I promise you stupid. will be pleased that's with stupid. them. No, I'm not. Like, take back that laugh. That's nah, stupid. It's too late. You already made it. <laughs> yeah, you already I, made me I feel. I hate myself. Good. Come on. All right. That was such a forced setup. I. I Again, uh, <laughs> check out x.com/slash/three-idiot-star-wars uh, to find our 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 X. <laughs> X videos. Guys, what? Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Uh, Adios. I love you.